Hello and welcome to the Toucan Echo podcast, this time with James and Harry. How's everyone doing? Woo! Oh yeah! yeah. good. <laughs> How are you doing today, James? Yeah, good. Decent. Um, I did my morning yoga this morning. Oh, epic. Um, I didn't know you were doing yoga. <laughs> I only did a five minute one because I'm still sceptical really? enough to not really dive into it. Um, I think it's great. So it's great. I, I I did a forty minute session of yoga two days ago, and it was so good. Oh wow! I've been so one out yeah. there. <laughs> it's quality, not quantity. Well. You didn't see my downward dog. It was spectacular. Was it stellar? <laughs> I learned, I learned how to do um. There's there's a sort of intermediate pose called crow's pose, and it's like um the pose that everyone who starts yoga kind of. A, aspires to do because it's quite hard you sort of balance on your hands and you put your knees up on top of your elbows and you, it's like a little um it's cool whoever's listening can look it up afterwards anyway i learned how to <laughs> do that do and it. i held it for about 10 <laughs> seconds two days ago which i was pretty pleased with <laughs> um so yeah no i'm feeling feeling good because i'm on day two of my new morning routine where mm. i do a little bit of exercise a little bit of meditation a little bit of yoga mostly just to like stretch mm. stretch out because my lockdown posture is it's, it's not good. Um, I'm very, very hunchy right now, so I'm trying to overcome that. Um, the lockdown posture, that should be a song. <laughs> yeah. The lockdown <laughs> posture. All right. I'm not getting anything for that, but, you know, maybe. Um, <laughs> and uh, then I had a croissant, um, and, now, and now I'm here. <laughs> what awesome. about you? Morning routines. Um, yeah, I'm good. Um, you know, just... Just sort of muddling along. Been doing, actually, <clears throat> had quite a good morning this morning. Posted on Instagram, posted on Facebook, um, announced the release of our new Jam EP, which I'm, I have no doubt we'll speak about later in the podcast. Um, so good, feeling productive, feeling mm. productive this morning. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, so, where, do, where I mean, we've both started our eBay stores this weekend. Before we jump into Toucan Echo stuff, we're, we're trying to really make our fortune on the World Wide Web. Um, yeah. So I, I speak to you from like, uh, I tidied my room yesterday and then I filled it with random stuff that I wanted to sell on eBay. So I, I speak <laughs> to you from a room cluttered with a, <laughs> cluttered with like books and old stuff. Um, yeah. But that's yeah. my other bit of productivity. Yeah. So it's, it's wisdom from, from Gary V. Yeah. He says that. Flip life. Yeah, flip life, and it makes sense. It's like it's like something you can do with no qualifications. You need barely any money to start it, and it's sort of. I, I think we're both quite intrigued by the possibilities of a just completely um, independent ways of making money. So mm. that's that that's the idea behind it, and, and we're, we're experimenting. So it's day two, I think, of yeah. eBay. <laughs> Not sold anything yet, but <laughs> I got an offer. Right, so I got an offer on my preamp. So yeah, James um, is doing better than me. You know. The, the fortune is on its way. Um, <laughs> thing is, like, I don't know if you get it when you put stuff on eBay, but do you suddenly get really nostalgic for the app, the thing that you don't use that you're starting to sell? Oh yeah, um, oh, yeah. yeah. I was, I was, um, yeah, but before the podcast started, I was talking to James. I was, I, I, I sold all my, or I've listed all of my old um, games and consoles, like my old um, PS2 and my old Xbox 360, um, and to kind of check that everything was working, I had to load up the PS2, play some of the games, and play a few levels. It was, um, yeah, brought me back. What sort of games? My childhood What's days. your like top they, games? They're, they're all like um, RPGs, and um, actually, to be honest, they're mostly RPGs. I was a big um, fantasy 
fantasy, um, big, big fan of fantasy back in the day. Um. <laughs> my favourite is my football management game, which is football a really management. niche. Um, it's called Let's Make a Soccer Team. I think it's from China or something. But like, basically, you're a football manager, but you also manage like the business of the club. So you, nice. you do like this weird hybrid of like picking the players and then you've got to like sort out financing the new training ground and picking sponsors <laughs> and stuff. Um, I absolutely love that game. I mean, I wasn't that good at it, but <laughs> I absolutely love that game. <laughs> it's the weirdest one. Um, so funny. But yeah. Maybe that started your um, slightly entrepreneurial um, <laughs> yeah. street. My strategic mind started in that game. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't think I'd be able to sell that because like... Occasionally, I plug in my PS2 and get Shipflake United like back up. Um, nice. That's where James and I grew up, by the way. Shipflake. <laughs> yeah. Um, bringing them to the top. To the top. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's kind of what I'm. What I'm doing. I've got a big pile of books that I didn't want to sell because, like, whenever I pick up a intelligent-sounding book, I'm like, I could be reading this. There's one on science <laughs> that goes into like really in-depth astronomy and physics. I think it's a Brian Cox book, actually. Um, but really? it's it's got like numbers and diagrams and everything in it. It's not like light stuff. And I was like, there could be a situation where I'm like, I want to get back into my science and I pick it up and get stuck into some numbers again. Um, so I can't. <laughs> if I sell it, I admit that I'm not going to. Do, <laughs> I'm not going to read an intelligent book. <laughs> I mean, you should just sell it. <laughs> yeah, there's a real dismantling of the ego going on here, but. <laughs> just sell it and then if you really want to get back into physics in buy it 10 years time you could buy it again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> only that same coffee you know it has to yeah. complete the story yeah oh. so yeah it's exciting times ebay's kicking off I'm, I'm excited for in a week's time when all of our listings finally finish and we see if we actually make anything or... <laughs> yeah see what our net <laughs> worth has gone up by <laughs> yeah yeah should we chat about our um, our new release? Yes, our new jam probably. Thing? Probably. So, we decided it was time for the world to see some of the jams that we have kind of recorded over the last year or so. So, we kind of, as, as much as we can, we set up microphones in the practice room and we kind of record all our jams. I think we started doing it just so we could listen back and just for our own um, sort of for our own benefit, so we could develop and get better and things like that. Um, but when we started listening to them, I think we just realised that we really like some of them, and mm. we kind of think that <laughs> uh, more people should um, at least have the opportunity to hear them. Um, so we kind of decided to dig through the archives, dig through all the jams. We've got them on like a, um, a, a Google Drive, and we sort of listened through a load of them, um, and we picked the ones that we like, and we've got a collection that we've put up on all the streaming services mm -hmm. called <laughs> Volume 1, Delicious Jams You Can Spread on Toast. <laughs> we take so our album titles very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> this is a deep reflection of where we're at emotionally at this point in our lives. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Jams and toast. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's fun. I listened to it yesterday. Um, yeah, it's good. So, so we've got, um, we've got a, it starts off with a little med medley of Talking in My Sleep and some other... I think Blindfolded Hope. Uh, yeah, and Patina. Yeah, and Patina. That was quite a good one, actually. That was a fairly unique one. We don't often start with those songs, so that was, that, that was a good one. Then we do a Waitlist. There's that. There's, there's a level up on there, and there's um, a classic Never Gonna Live It Down, Diamonds on the Soles of Her Shoes mashup. Love it. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know why we started recording our practices. I don't know whether we, we, you know, we didn't, we've never really, we've done it sometimes in other bands to like make YouTube videos and stuff, but with this mm. one, we decided like let's film and record like all of them. I think it's because we started like on our phone, just um, mm. going, let's. Oh, let's just record it on our phone, then we can like listen back. Because particularly when you're jamming, like every time it's different. So if you don't record it, you've like lost it, and yeah, you actually like might forget something you played that you can then steal and use somewhere else. Or um, yeah. so it's yeah. all started there, and it's kind of grown out of control since then. There's like video, <laughs> there's like multi-track recording. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's like quite a staple part of uh, what we do. Now it's part of um, it's part of um. I think it was also inspired by more advice from Gary V. A lot of Gary V. themes in this podcast, but um, we love it, Gary. He says he says document everything mm. and um, put it online. I know James, you probably know more about this than I do, but we kind of thought we probably should start documenting everything if we're gonna if if we want content to put out on the on the internet, mm. just document everything, and eventually we'll sort of get producible stuff. Mm. Yeah, I think. It's it's funny because like musicians do all this stuff that would actually be really interesting <clears throat> to like an audience and mm. for yourself to kind of see yourself progress. Like I really like having old records we've released or old demos or something um, because then when mm. you like stack them all on the timeline, it's such a nice like log of how your music progressed and what you experimented in in different um, times. And uh, considering we put so much effort into putting songs out for an audience, and we kind of would really like people to engage with the music that way like why not record everything that you do um and make that available to the like kind of they can actually see yeah. what we we do in terms of um practice they'll see mm. they'll probably see that our practice isn't very disciplined like it's not like we record those jams and then like after that we sit down and do like scales <laughs> or go like we yeah. need to do the ending of this song i mean we've done that occasionally and that's what most band practices are like. It's so hard doing that kind of regimented practice. Yeah. Um, we literally turn up and play the song with no like aim in mind, no particular bit we're going to improve, and it's going to be completely different from the last time we played it. Um, mm. And that's our practice, really. Like Every practice is like a performance, almost. Um, it's so much fun. So, I, think yeah. it's, it's, I think it's the reason we keep on going back to practice. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I reckon if practices were like... Right, we're going to learn this song. The first four, four bars go like this, and then there's a chorus, and then there's such and such. I think we'd just end up hating each other, and, and, <laughs> and we would. <laughs> Tukanaka would be no longer. Yeah, if that was we'd so find that our practices. personalities really just clash. <laughs> so the li least discussion possible. Yeah. Um, no, you have a point there. Like, um, I'm kind of quite lazy in terms of I find the hashing out theoretical side quite boring. Um, mm. and the actual just playing of the song the most fun bit um, mm. <laughs> and considering we're a two-piece you know, we're we've got this agile workflow um, yeah. that we don't need to sit out and go like so in the verse I'm playing like this chord and you should do that there and you should do that there which is like what a lot of band practices are they're like getting all those people in the same place and mm. hashing out like exactly how you're going to play so you all play the same thing at the same time Whereas, yeah. because we don't need to confer with each other what we're going to play <laughs> at different times, we can just kind of go without any discussion. Um, so yeah. it's very unusual because it's quite good. It's been hardly any <laughs> times where we've gone. What are we going to do in that bit, like <laughs> of that song, or should we decide what we're going to do? It doesn't happen that way. Yeah, 
interesting it's um it, it keeps it surprising i think um you know, one of the um in in the post that i put out this morning i was talking about the jam of never gonna live it down and i say that we almost always go into diamonds of the soles of our shoes on that song mm. um i mean it's something that james always chooses but i mean i, there was I can one do time. other songs from graceland yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and, and this was my point every now and again james just like drops into graceland the title track of that album <laughs> i have like, an unlimited palette of colors <laughs> <laughs> i will do any so, track from graceland i will play <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's what keeps it exciting um mm. i think that's um yeah, it's just the intrigue of a jam band. It's just the, the unexpectedness, the unplannedness. It's like, mm. it's quite exciting. It's like, um, it's like it's like treasure hunting. When, when, when you're <laughs> yeah. looking back through the archives, you can you have no idea what's going to happen next in the jam because it's just not planned out. It's like That's a groove exciting. detector, like beep, beep, yeah. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit of merch that we'll sell one day. <laughs> <laughs> It'll have different modes. It'll be like groove, wabby savvy, minimalism, yeah. hardcore rock. Minimalism. Yeah. It would have to beep when there's nothing there. It could. It would yeah. have to stop beeping when there is. Like the more stuff there is, the quieter it would be. Oh, yeah. we could sell that for so. Much. Like if we could develop the technology. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Um, yeah, I mean, even when I look at jam bands, I, I'm kind of just doing like a toucaneco rant here but like even when i look at normal jam bands they still have to have some degree of coordination um mm. i think sometimes that makes them impressive like the grateful dead they've got like various keyboard players guitar players and something mm. um and like they still manage to all kind of cohesively jam together which is super cool yeah. um but what's unique about being two is that there's we don't even have to agree on like a chord sequence or a yeah. um kind of move all together like it's we've kind of separated out the the rhythm and yeah. the melodic stuff and um means we can go all sorts of places and like if a cover pops into my head i can just like start <laughs> yeah. just shoehorn yeah. it in onto whatever we're doing <laughs> yeah yeah definitely and I, like other like speaking about jam bands i mean more kind of generally if you look at jazz in general jazz musicians are always playing in jam bands but mm. Um, they do coordinate it in some way. They say, let's let's play the head of the tune twice and then everyone gets 12 bars each of improvisation. Mm. Um, and then we go back to the head for two rounds and then the song finishes. So, And I think Gra Grateful Dead might do a similar thing to that. I mean, I mean mm. they might be a bit more flexible in the way they um, plan out their jams, but um, <laughs> I don't think we have any of that in Toucan Echo. Um, I, I think... We decide on the oh, song. Actually, in, in, in fact, yeah, you, that, that, that's true. We do We do plan the start... <laughs> and we do plan the ends of some of the songs. Um, but in between is just a complete amorphous, um, whatever you want to call it. Some people might call yeah. it a mess. Some people might call it the, the like, like <laughs> yeah. the good bit. Our critics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, volume one, Delicious Jams You Can Spread on Toast, up on yeah. all streaming services. Which... It's cool. It's the first like live yeah. album we've released. Um, it is, yeah. Hopefully, going to be a long it, chain of the start of a lot of volumes, mm. I guess. Yeah, but um, let us know. Let us know if you want to hear more, more sort of jam EPs or um, anything similar. Or if, if if you don't, then we might take your feedback on board. <laughs> if you don't, we will go. But we will <laughs> go back into our cave. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Not venture out again. Stop recording our practices and 
inflicting them on the human race. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> exciting. It's cool. It's always fun when you have something else up on Spotify. Um, mm. It came up quite quickly as well. Like I was surprised that it was appeared so quickly like on the streaming services when we uploaded it. Um, mm. I got one of the dates wrong though, so that's the that's the Easter egg for people if it's still there. Um, <laughs> that I put one of the dates of the jams in the future. So um, <laughs> if anyone finds that before it gets corrected, that's the uh, that's like a little bonus Easter egg for any uh, early you know early yeah. adopters. Which well is done, you cool. t- t- take a screenshot or something and then and then um. Oh yeah, I should actually sell it. How do you do a screenshot <laughs> on here? Oh, there we go. Done one. Epic. Um, that, that's one for the archives. Yeah, productive on the podcast. Unstoppable. Mm. I, I just saw on the podcast as well, we got a um, a TikTok follower. Oh, that's exciting. I'm not going to yeah. go on, otherwise I'll get stuck in a, a TikTok <laughs> warp. Um, it's too dangerous. I was going to go check and I was like, no. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't matter where you are, what you're doing. If you're on uh, TikTok, it's claws. Um, <laughs> you're going to get sucked in. Yeah. <laughs> That said, go check us out on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's something we're experimenting with. We don't really know what to do with it yet, but um, we're on it and um, we have some followers. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Like, I posted the other day of me just waiting for some mixes to bounce. Oh, yeah. Um, I was like, I've got nothing to do. I'll put this on TikTok. I don't know why. That's our most viewed one by far. It's got like 200 and something views. You can see our TikTok's rather fledgling at the moment. But, like, all the others that are very many, like maybe 50 or something. And this is mm. like 200 views, and it's just me sitting in front of some speakers waiting. So, who knows what that audience will consume? Yeah. The more, you know, banal and boring, the better, by the sounds mm. of things. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting one, interesting one, because I think with TikTok, it's the first time that I've felt old going into a new <laughs> yeah. social, social network or yeah. social platform. You have to, like, learn it. You have to put yeah. your reading glasses on before. You... Yeah, like 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 back back in the day with Facebook or Instagram, I was I, it was it was pretty natural. It felt it felt like mm. I was meant to be there from the beginning. But going on to TikTok, it's TikTok. It's like, oh my god. Do you remember Yik Yak? Yeah, I remember Yik Yak. That was a laugh. That was quite big at uni. Um, <laughs> yeah, quite enjoyed that. The like anonymous kind of sassy comments of people around yeah. you. That was good. I felt like it was quite mean. <laughs> I yeah. think um, at least um, my, my my brother and sister had stories of making some of their lectures like cry and leave the lecture hall and like <laughs> I, th- I think almost stop why, teaching the why course. were the lecturers on yik yak during that I, 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 I don't know i i don't think they were on the lecture during or on yik yak during, during the lecture but i think i think they must have somehow got wind of what was being said and right. and, and they didn't take kindly to it which is fair enough they were probably the students were probably really mean <laughs> yeah i was just imagining like they were mid-lecture just on their phone on <laughs> on yik yak and they go this lecture's <laughs> rubbish what but yeah fair no just that that was what that was another one that emerged i remember like when snapchat first came along i loved Mm. it it was crazy Mm. um yeah it was it was fun um Mm. but and i do i I like the kind of playfulness of tiktok it's more kind of you can more a bit more Mm. like cartoony and stuff in its videos a bit more down to earth i guess than something like instagram where you feel like you need to be a bit more refined mm. and, um, yeah yeah I'm, I'm i i quite like the sort of down to earthness though but I, I mean it might be me being old but I, I feel like i want to 
learn something and get something out of a post that I see on the internet. Um, and I, I, at the moment, from what I've seen on TikTok, I find it very surface. I haven't really learned yeah. much from scrolling through TikTok. It's <laughs> a lot like I, I Vine. Don't know about you, James. Um, it is, yeah. Kind of meme and, uh, I learned much. I suppose it's so like short form that you can't. Mm. Actually, no. There are some. There are some good bits, but they usually do chains of videos, so it kind of defeats the point a little bit. Like yeah. stuff that to fits TikTok naturally seems to be like pranks or oh look, I put Mentos in Coke or something. Or um, yeah. I suppose that is kind of a prank. Um, or like yeah, little funny kind of skits. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I like Gary Gary V's TikTok. There's some like musicians ones that are quite cool, mm. quite funny. Mm. But yeah, they're always like little novelty things so far. But you know, it's quite a young, young platform. It Maybe is, yeah. it'll it'll have. You're always going to have slightly more surface stuff in shorter form platforms than like YouTube or Instagram because yeah. you just can't get as in depth. But there there are some uh, there's some people who like teach bits of coding or at least they point people to resources. Um, they're quite good. Like, oh, you need to learn to code, and they just like do a thirty-second explanation of something. So there is potential there. Quite interesting. Um, yeah, I, I think <laughs> I, I don't know if this is a good idea, but I, I want our TikTok to be to be valuable to people. I, I, I want to te- teach people, or not necessarily teach people, or at least Im- improve their world in some sort of long-term way through our TikTok. Don't know how to do it yet, but <laughs> the people. Yeah, that's that, that's that's the aspiration. I I want it to be lowest common denominator pranks um, and offensive jokes. Well, for fuck's sake, we, we're gonna have, to have we're gonna have, to have two TikToks, James. That's <laughs> only joking. <laughs> education, education. Yeah. Um, sweet. Yeah, I don't know how we got onto TikTok. Um, what else? I mean, the other thing that we were sort of half planning to discuss on the podcast is like our next steps out of you know um lockdown and what where we're mm. going to take to Kaneko in the kind of remaining time i mean for people who might be watching this in the future which i'm always aware of that you know mm-hmm. it, it could be 2026 right now for some people um but we are email us if you're listening in 2026 <laughs> yeah. or send us like your brainwave or whatever we're using um yeah Will we still have email in 2026? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, who knows what's going to be happening then? (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's like 7th of June 2020. We're coming, what feels like, it's going to be like so naive, but it feels like sort of they're starting to lift bits of uh, lockdown in the UK from the coronavirus pandemic. Um, Mm. And we were discussing the other day, like, what we're going to try and put into practice or do over the this kind of slightly more uncertain period when mm. it's, it's kind of lifting a bit and people are starting to return to their old routines, but also we can't fully jump into like a gig scene or whatever for maybe a year more. Like I'm going to be mm. working at home for at least, very least, like six more months. That's epic. I think. Um, yeah. And, you know, there'd be times you might like go into the office or something, but... Um, it seems like six months to a year we're still going to be relatively like distanced and operating out of your home mostly. Yeah. Um, so that's an interesting time for if you're going to double down on doing something like a band where traditionally a lot of income and um, yeah. your existence happens in the 
from the outside world. I think that's what a lot of like music, um, you know, apart from the health struggles, obviously, like what a lot of musicians and stuff struggle with is loss of like income, but also loss of just what is a core thing about being a being yeah, a band. Yeah, the entire student. sort of live music scene has just been almost completely obliterated. I mean, it's sort of there's there, there's a sort of um, shadow of it online through live streams. Um, mm. I don't think people have quite got the got the a, a live stream to the point where it is um, a replacement for a gig. I don't think everywhere it's always going to be something different, isn't it? But mm. yeah, yeah, there's there's a whole um, section of the music scene, the music industry that's just been taken away. So mm. yeah. Um, so any thoughts on kind of lockdown? Where we go next? how what any sort of appraisal of how we've done it as a band in lockdown so far <laughs> i'll let you take well, it somewhere well um i think well i mean in, in terms of what we've done i don't know we've 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 been quite good at demoing and writing songs that's been interesting i think it's taken us to a different place creatively mm. which has been good and obviously for those listening if we've been writing songs that means there's going to be new music coming out at some point um <laughs> So that's exciting, and um, I, I I kind of think that um, we we had a conversation yesterday, and we decided to sort of set um, sort of re- rethink our content um, and sort of set a more formal direction to what we're going to be putting out there. So we decided should, should should we go through this and should we almost announce the schedule that we talked about? Yeah, I mean it's slightly half formed, but we can right. So. We want to bring back the thing where we release a song every month, and we and we did this for a couple for, for, two, for two months, months. last year. <laughs> Groundbreaking. <laughs> yeah, I think it was August and September. We released a song a month last year, <laughs> and we were um, exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> um, we want to bring that back um, because I, I I just think it's a bit more a bit more interesting for um, you guys. Um, if we've got stuff coming out more consistently, it's, I think it's better than a song or a 12, 12 songs every two years. Having a song come out every month, it's like we're, we're always there, <laughs> whether that's a good or a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's cool. I think we want to, yeah, we want to do uh, podcasts where, where we're both here. I know that James has been doing some solo podcasts, which is great, but podcasts with the entirety of Tukin Echo <laughs> more regularly. Podcasts um, with me. Yes, Hello. with 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 yeah. Harry, who is also in Two Echo. <laughs> um, what else? We want to figure out live streams. We want to make live streams interesting um, and more exciting than just just uh, guitar playing um, mm. or like someone with an acoustic guitar. We want to make that a sort of immersive experience. Mm. And we've done we one do? of them where we kind of created our pseudo live band that went quite well um the amount of preparation that goes into that is is a lot and then the <laughs> pressure to actually try and play and like the computer not crash or go out of time or whatever is also quite mm. stressful <laughs> so mm. it's about of like a week of work getting like that one live stream to to work but if we can like streamline that a bit i think that yeah. would be really my, cool my, my perspective on this though is that if if you if you're preparing for a gig and i know live streams aren't necessarily comparable to gigs but i'm at, uh, like imagine that, or kind of remember the prep that we put into gigs. It's mm. like practicing um, multiple times a week on, during the lead up to the gig, um, sorting out all the promotion for. It. I think there's hours and hours of prep that goes into a gig. So 
if you put all those hours into focusing on a live stream, um, then I think the kind of format that we had last time was almost comparable to a gig in, in terms of the amount of effort that we put into it. Mm. Um, obviously, they're streamlining and get, getting the getting the quality up to scratch. Um, mm. But I thought it was quite good, and I think well, I think that live streams are kind of regardless of pandemics and uh, the current situation. Li- live streams are are generally the way that people are going to go in the future with it's it's a very good way of reaching out to your fans so i think getting good at live streaming is a real um, asset mm. Mm. um and people yeah people enjoy it i think it's mm. like it's not just kind of for our benefit i mean we should really have live streamed the podcast now i think about it uh if oh, it's just us it. talking on a vehicle but um <laughs> you know like yeah it seem people seem to like the fact that they can kind of drop into particularly when everyone's locked down like people can just drop into what someone else is doing um mm. you can shout them out on the call and stuff it's it's even more interactive than a gig potentially because you don't really yeah. shout out audience members that much unless they've got like a banner or something yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> we um i I've, I've just got this vision that we have like a two echo show every week and mm. it's like a it's it, it's live and um, while while James and I are not in the same place, we can sort of switch between who's presenting on the on, on the show, yeah. like, um, and then when we're together, we can both be there, and it's going to be like this sort of fan up show where we play songs, and then we have segments. It's almost like a radio show, but a video show. It's like a TV show, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, like John Mayer <laughs> like on, does. On yeah, like like, like John Mayer, current current mood. Um, it's hilarious. It's my so favorite good. TV show. Yeah, but I I think I mean obviously loads of production goes into what John Mayer does, but I think we can like. I, I think he's got a, I think he's got some sort of team working behind it to, to I don't get think it together. He does. I think he's got he's got his little sampler that he loads his um Yeah. But I think it's all him. Maybe we should ask but him. How's, but he, he he got BJ Novak on. Do you reckon he just messages messages BJ Yeah, loads Novak. of people watch it. Like it's reckon, yeah, he's doing, been can. doing it for ages. Um, mm. but I love his sections where he records his own like jingles. Mm. Um yeah, <laughs> and uh, I, I'm trying to think of one now. I can't like one doesn't come to mind, but um, um, then he I makes like novelty songs. Yeah, there's one where he's like, ah, oh, geez, but I can't. yeah. Um, so I I've just got this vision for a super, like a, a really cool kind of live show mm. every week that people can just join. And maybe and BJ Novak will drop in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Just just getting BJ Novak on. Yeah, um, and eventually we're gonna do it in. Well, <laughs> we want to do it in VR. James and I have been chatting a lot about VR um, because we think it's going to be it's the future as well. <laughs> so, we have not even started our show and we're like, and we're going to build it up to be in VR. Like, oh, the ambition <laughs> is crazy. Once, once you can live stream in VR, and I think you probably could do that with 5G. <clears throat> imagine this. You're in like a, a VR location. That can be anywhere. It can be in like a room. It can be in, I don't know, a, like a tropical paradise island or something. Mm. Um, it can be in zaragoza in spain it can be literally anywhere and we can like get our fans in they can all be there they can literally be walking around us we'll be there and we will have like a vr drum set and a vr guitar whatever and we can play like a show and then we can chat to the i I just think it's amazing anyway (laughs) maybe maybe we'll do maybe we'll do a separate podcast on vr Mm. because i've i've ordered an oculus quest which is a a vr headset and i'm very excited it's coming next week so So i'm gonna i'm gonna experiment with that Mm. And um, I've got a 360 camera, so we've dabbled in this already. Yeah. Um, it is actually so sick. Like whoever I've shown it to, 
because I've got like the cardboard ones, um, mm. and uh, the, while the phone quality is sort of not the best, and I haven't really like uh, coordinated what I'm filming very much to be like VR centric, whatever. But I took it on. Mm. Um, I went on holiday to Malta last year, and when I just bought it, and I took it, and like you can put it on a selfie stick and just kind of like carry it round, and it's actually amazing, like compared to a photo when you put the like cardboard thing on and you can look up and you can see the like sunny sky and you look around and you see the people walking by you like you do get this like immersive feeling in that place um yeah. you, like i feel like on a sort of micro subconscious level that i've like been to somewhere sunny on holiday <laughs> where I'm, yeah like, um and obviously i did go in real life but then i've like been in um yeah when i, I do the kind of vr thing i don't know there is something about it that's um mm. really amazing like whoever i've shown it to is like wow this is insane yeah um, yeah and I, I i think that once once you tried it you, you're almost converted straight away it's mm. it's pretty um exciting like that this technology but exporting stuff in vr is a pain in the ass uh whenever i put one on youtube it's about a day's work of just whirring oh laptops God massive yeah. files um and <laughs> um, then having to like reformat and get it onto youtube the first time i did it like the splitting across the thing was really weird so there's sort of like mm. you know your hands and like my legs and just like then a cut like across me and i was like oh spent hours <laughs> exporting this video um but we do have one in 360 so um i suppose it's slightly different to full vr but yeah we do have a 360 mm. video of us jamming at folkestone on our youtube for any vr enthusiasts or just people if you want to just scroll around yeah 2d you, you don't need a, you don't, yeah you don't need a headset for that one that one's yeah. just a little you, you hold your phone you move it around and it's all yeah you want to know like how it around. feels to be yeah. on stage as tukaneko making yeah. your stuff up as you go along yeah that was a good location wasn't it folks it was so Hatter. good so yeah, nice that was, that's that was our first ever gig that we got paid as tukaneko <laughs> yeah insane <laughs> And there's there's a there's a little town called Folkestone on like the on the on the south coast of England and it's got this really nice um sort of harbour area and it's they they they've built up with loads of restaurants and um loads of bars and stuff and during the summer I think every weekend they have a, a, a band on to play for mm. how, it, we played for a long time it was like two sets of forty five minutes mm. which was this this was quite a while ago when we were still um working out our our jam sounds and we were like right yeah we don't have that much song that that, that, that much <laughs> yeah. um. Stuff to play for forty-five minutes, but we'll see how it goes. To, yeah, I, I think we played some stuff twice, but that was good. In the sunshine, we had some tapas afterwards. Oh, yeah, it was so good. We spent all our money up. on tapas, I think. Um, yeah, we spent all the everything we got paid got consumed <laughs> by the train tickets, and then like some <laughs> aggressive eating out and uh, you know nice drinks in the harbour. But yeah. it's worth it. Um, and uh, it's it's fun to play like in front of an audience where you get like some quite real time feedback on like what they like or who in particular in the audience seems to be like really grooving with it, which is yeah. fun. Um, seems like sound yeah. sound engineers always like us. Um, <laughs> they always seem to gel with what we're doing. I think yeah. I think you know particularly that that setting because it's like a general public one, isn't it? So mm. um, you you're really like not targeted at all. Like it's just passers by or people on tables. Um, yeah. I was worried that because we had all these like picnic tables in front of us and everyone like looking at us, and um, I was worried that like we might empty them um, <laughs> if people didn't like it. Um, and and I wouldn't say we were sort of really mass uh, mass appeal because yeah. we weren't kind of playing like kicking covers and like we weren't a mm. kind of conventional band. We were yeah. playing these like ten minute long two piece jams that were yeah, like exploring the- in front of everyone. 
there was like a scar festival down the road as well on that day, which was so, so we got um, a few sort of rogue scar fans. Just um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I think we had a couple of like um, so there's it, interesting audience, mm. but it, it was pretty good. But um, what I think it kind of ties up with our experience of it is just like you've got most people who sort of quite like it, like it's not bad enough for them to be annoyed at or anything. But, um, mm. you know, that I suppose a lot for a lot of people, the songs go on for quite a long time. So if your attention span is uh, <laughs> you used to or like you want three minute songs, like we don't mm. really provide that very well. But then there's some people there's like you can scan around and there's like the one pe- the sort of one person, usually some sort of sound engineer or kind of nerd. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, this, I remember the sound engineer at Folkestone, um, I think Matt Hearn is his name. Yeah, Matt Hearn. Um, yeah, he was really cool. I loved him. He was so funny. Um, he made his own synthesizers. Yeah, yeah. Cool. He was sort of my sort of person. Um, <laughs> and uh, I remember he got annoyed when we played a normal song. And we played <laughs> Helena because we were sort of getting thin through our catalogue. And we played yeah. like a normal fast song. And I think, yeah, that made the crowd a bit more happy. And he was like, I thought you were a jam band. <laughs> 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 Lies. <laughs> Ten minute songs only, please. Love that. <laughs> so funny. Oh. Um, so yeah, our jammy is out, and we want to start releasing stuff more regularly. So, um, yeah, we, that was I suppose that's where we went before we went on like a long detour around Folkestone, um, mm. both yeah, literally and conversationally. Um, yeah. But because I remember we wheeled our stuff from the station in like cases, brought like all that <laughs> stuff on the really packed we train. All our gear on public transport. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. That's that. That was an achievement actually. Was, I'm, I'm quite pleased good. we did that. Yeah. Um, shout out to your brother who helped us carry it. Um, oh yeah, he did. And what a hero? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we want to release stuff more regularly. Um, I think we've gone back and forth on this a bit because we like, as like I, th- I think if you ideally were a, like you didn't have to release stuff to anyone and you just had free reign, I think you might do stuff in batches. So you might do like albums. I think al- mm. albums are quite satisfying for artists but they're yeah. really difficult to finish to like pull together and finish like i don't yeah. know the, ima- the amount of work that we went went into walk to circus um yeah particularly on the kind of mixing end and i mean it's really exciting and really fun to go like oh i've got 10 songs to mix yeah. but then like when you're mastering them and there's like a problem on the symbols on that one like cut the fade on that one like the amount of work <clears throat> you have to do just to get all of those things like together working yeah. And like in yeah. your heart, go right. It's finished. Um, mm. I think like takes this means you're like quiet for a disproportionate amount of time. Yeah. Um, I think like especially in our current state where we still got full time jobs and we're sort of working in our evenings and doing our best to work to kind of fit everything around that. So we we, we don't really have the time to churn out an album in four months. James uh, just I, I texted me saying, "Where are the new podcast episodes? Need my oh morning my content." <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, we're here. We're here. Don't worry, James. <laughs> we're gonna be on video as well. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, carry Epic. on. Epic. <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought, James. I'm sorry, so excited I interrupted by, you. Um, the, the, the fans are really desperate <laughs> for content. Insatiable. We're talking about right. like making an album, the effort that goes in, yeah. and like our current stage. Yeah, so like we we, we we still got full time jobs. And we're trying to do everything like in our evenings, and um, we 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 want to try and do stuff in our mornings before work as well. That's a 
That's one of our goals. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's my goal. You do it. It's my goal. Um, I want furlough. I'm not working right now. This is. <laughs> um, but but when I get back, when I get back yeah. to work, mornings. Um, but I, I I guess the point is um it would take us the best part of it. I guess it would almost take us a year from start to finish, from the sort of demoing songs phase all the way to having mm-hmm. a complete album. Um, yeah. It would take us like a year to get stuff out, and I mean, granted, we'd have like we'd be able to get content of us making the album, but mm. I think I think I kind of want to release songs more regularly. Um, so once a month is is, is the current aim, um, mm. and and I think um, we we're, we're gonna try and sort of theme the current month around that song. Um, yeah. So we're gonna have like um, we we put a loose structure of a month together, and like week one we want to come up with inspiration and ideas for the song. That's going to be like sounds and what we want it to look like, what we want the video to look like, um, and then from that we'll theme the re- the the kind of preceding three weeks around those ideas. So mm. all of our content will have a certain theme or or like a certain color scheme or whatever, mm. um, and we'll sort of do videos of the kind of creative process because uh, we think that might be quite interesting. And at the end of the month, we'll sort of conclude the journey by releasing this uh, this song that we've been working on for the last month or so. Mm. So that's the ambition. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think it bridges the gap between this kind of just doing a song a month but not really going that deep. Like you could, <clears throat> I think part of the mm. problem is if you, if you just commit to like, I'm going to release a song every single month, it, it might mean that you only ever produce songs on like the surface level. Like they're a bit, you're not really saying anything that you've taken time to think Mm. about or like dig up, which like maybe an album you've got like long enough to push yourself and create something that like you wouldn't have created. You're not an album. But so I think what we're trying to do is rather than just like be completely robotic of like, we're going to, just churn out content on such a schedule that there's no room for um, sort of Mm. creativity or like an artisticness about it. It just becomes like a sausage machine. Um, Mm. I think, um, or a vegan sausage machine for our vegan fans. Um, (laughs) And I think it balances between like, if we have like say a section of the month where you're kind of not intentionally trying to create a, bit of content you're kind of open to more inputs and any content you do make is slightly wider than just here's what you can echo doing you know like you could go and see a gallery or say oh, i'm like reading this thing like you almost purposely take in inspiration for a week and do that kind of thinking um mm. and then you have like a so and then all the content around all our socials is like directed towards this thing um we're sort of mm. saying that we've made a lot of stuff and put a lot of effort in behind the scenes of like uh, putting out more content and um, improving what we do as a band recently um, but what we could do better is make it a bit more cohesive um, and a bit more of like depth and journey for someone who's interested um, mm. which if someone's watched this far into the podcast they clearly are one of those people so like hello hey. love you <laughs> um, you're a champion so, <laughs> so I really like the idea of um, combining this like structure um productivity like being able to do stuff on the more systematic regular basis with like Mm. um imposing some kind of artistic look to it and arc and be able to like be creative all of the way and not just purely productive 
Um, so in summary, I think it'll be really cool. <laughs> Exciting times. I think that's it, James. Cool. Yeah, I was going to say, we should wrap up before my sort of video breaks where I run. We'll be yeah, going for 45 I mean, I, I've, minutes. I've still got 24 minutes left on my phone um, in terms of video, so maybe... Maybe I'll just film myself for twenty four minutes after the podcast <laughs> yeah. ends and see see. <laughs> yeah, you could do your own podcast. You could get your back get your own back on the ones where it's just me talking into my phone. Um, yeah. You know, been slightly different topics there. So yeah, what to expect. Jam album is out now, um, on Spotify mm. and the other streaming services. That's like recordings of us practicing our, our songs, but as you've never heard them before because they go to weird, wacky, interesting places. Mm-hmm. Um so we're gonna be focused on that for the next like week or so. Um, yeah. And then we're going to try and kick off this monthly um, rotation of like a new, trying to create a new song each month. And I don't think, you know, some months it won't be perfect. Like we'll have gigs that we need to focus on and promote and um, songs may not completely come perfectly in that order. But I think trying to coordinate all our content towards like a partic- like just adding more focus to what we're doing mm. Um so that we're still creating stuff and still being artistic and like experimenting and whatever but also it has a bit of a theme to it it's really exciting um and so that's one of the ways Mm. we're going to try and navigate out of um the lockdown situation before we can go back and gig is like can we put a system in place where we've got a nice flow of stuff coming out because um we do a lot of stuff behind the scenes there's a lot of stuff we've made that people haven't really seen that we put lots of effort into and um we want to want to share it with the audience the people who like it yeah um any closing yeah. thoughts no i think you smashed it there sweet <laughs> right well well let's get this awesome. uploaded because james is chomping at the bit for yeah, content he's desperate. <laughs> thanks so much for listening everyone and we'll see you next time <laughs> all right see you later awesome Alright, gonna stop my beard. Yes!